The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Okay, welcome to another episode of, yes, you guessed it, the Mr. Nelson Show. This will make episode 97, so we're three episodes away from the big 100. Yep, that's right. Yeah, that'll be something. It sure it? will. Yeah. yeah, that's great. No, yeah, great. Hey, everyone can count. Good for you. Good for you. Thank Look, you. this week has proven that Donald Trump, oh Lord, is undeniably, possibly above all else and others, that what? he is the greatest president <laughs> this country has ever had. No, yeah, I totally agree, it. Lefty. Damn it. No, oh, no, listen, this unconscionable, draconian ban on the transgender oh, community God. from the military is right out of the Hitler playbook. What? I said it, and I'm proud of it, God because it. it's true. No, it ain't. God yes, damn it, it you've got a lot of nerve, Lefty. Well, we agree, because I most certainly do, and it's quite the raw nerve, what? because... Donald Trump keeps picking at it. Oh, he's well. cruel. He's mean. No. That is transphobic. Well, well yes. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Well, no surprise there. But I have tried repeatedly to educate you. But, well, maybe that's just a lost cause that I can't achieve. But we know because there's just no, no. reason to do what he you know, it's interesting, Lefty, because I don't remember you having any problems during the many years of the Obama administration what? where this ban was in effect. What? Yes, that's right. Uh, he lifted the ban. It's one of these last-minute little digs he did uh-huh. because he knew the trouble it would cause, and he knew the military didn't want it. Because yep. uh, people who were, uh, uh, at, at the very least, uh, confused about uh. their gender and... Uh, can't deal with these situations probably aren't the best fit for our military situations, which are oh my very God. grueling on one's mentality. Oh my and God. you can't have people with questionable mental disorders oh. here uh, entering uh, the military. No. And uh, gender dysphoria uh. is said m- uh, mental disorder. No. Yeah, 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 no. it is. No. They, uh, and uh, to, to have a problem w- with that description, I uh, it, it puts you in a position of you are being highly critical of people with mental disorders. No. I have one uh, myself. Well, two, actually. Uh, depression and obsessive-compulsive disorders. Oh, my God. Uh, and I've talked about it before on the show, and uh, there you go. But there is no cure for it, and the idea that you have a mental disorder doesn't make the situation any less real. What? So some people uh, dealing with this condition... Uh, maybe they have to go all the way. They have to go through the surgeries. They have to have the uh, the, the hormone injections and what yeah. have you. And that's how they deal with it. Others, even with all that, they're still miserable, and the suicide rate is what? 
very high among uh, this uh, uh, community, if well, you will. Well, that's because society is transphobic and won't accept them. Now, Lefty, that's just too simplistic of an answer, what? and it's only serving of agenda like people like you want, which is what a leftist people agenda. people like me? Uh, where uh, each individual is different, and the cases are different. And besides, with We're transgender people, the they have friends, family, and loved ones who do accept them to the best of their ability, well, and still... Whatever it is that's driving them to this just isn't resolved by the cosmetic uh, solutions that they come with, come up with to apply to it. And unfortunately, uh, depression uh, ensues and uh, they end up in suicide. It's sad, but everybody else who wants an activist agenda coming in and pushing them to do this or pushing them to do that, you're not helping and you don't really belong in that position. For the military, it's their decision to decide this. And when there's confusions about who you are when you're physically a man, but you feel Uh, like a woman, which is what this is, or or when it's a woman who feels like a man, uh, this kind of confusion is detrimental and would be a mark. Now, some of these people uh, probably could do okay and serve all right and handle the horrific situations one could be thrown in in the in battle but it's not for them to feel good about themselves to risk the lives of their fellow soldiers because if they can't depend on you to have their back because you're going to have a meltdown or some sort oh good lord uh then why take the risk uh you don't need that and this idea that you have a right to serve in the military you don't what? The military can reject you, what? and it's based on the standards that they come up with. What? And no. I'm not going to listen to a bunch of social justice people and oh, PC I'm cultists so who think they know it all. Oh. No, I think the military should decide this. Oh was the God. rollout bad or whatever? Was Trump using it to distract from other problems? Probably. Exactly. But nevertheless, I understand the, the thinking in this, and well. uh, you don't mess with the military like that. Uh, because they're the reason we're able to do everything we do in our comfy, pampered Western civilization. Oh, right. this is outrageous. And no. what do you know, Nelson? You're not in the military. Well, no, but uh, Army vet John Burke was. Who? This guy. We all know now that Trump has um, put a ban or a kibosh on transgender serving uh. within the military. Uh, as of now, progressives are trying to use this as a tactic by saying that Trump is anti-LGBT. He is. Uh, I don't see that as the case whatsoever. What? Here's just how I see it. The what? military is a very stressful environment. Combat is a very stressful well. environment. Uh, 2017, the most recent article published by the American Psychiatric Association has stipulated that gender dysphoria is still qualified as a psychological disorder. A psychological disorder bans you from any type of military service, from depression, anxiety, things such as that. A whole slew of things are involved in this. Uh, in the transgender um, community, there's a 61% suicide rate. Now, a lot of that can also be attributed to bullying and the way exactly. that society treats them, yes. understandably so. I don't see this as being discriminatory in any way, shape, or form. What? There has to be a line drawn in the sand and a standard in force that cannot be crossed uh, by any means. The military is not a social experiment. For a very small demographic of people Life that want to enlist, you cannot change the course of how the entire organization works. Also, Why let's not? not forget to mention the fact that uh, gender dysphoria first has to be diagnosed within the, the service member. They have to go through a series <coughs> with their um, health care provider, the commander, 
Yeah. And the person themselves wanted to go through the operation. Well. This is all going to be paid for by the military. The actual sex change operation, well. the um, hormone replacement therapy, all of that is funded through the military, ultimately leading back down to guess who pays for it. Well. There you go. I have to disagree with that fact as well. This in no well. way says that transgenders can't go out there and live their lives according to how they want. It simply says that Obviously you know if you are diagnosed with this, you are not allowed to serve in the military. Exactly. Guess what? Colorblindness right. disqualifies you from the military. What? A pri previous uh, history of different psychological issues, physical ailments, things like that disqualify you from serving the military. Are we allowed to say they're discriminatory, discriminatory towards colorblind people? What? Not at all. But people are going to try and spin this against Trump. They're going to try and spin this in any way they can to say that Trump is anti-homosexual, he's anti-gay, he's anti-whatever you want to call it. Exactly. Clearly not the case. What? I have to support him on this one. I think Mattis uh, and them are making the right call. I oh think they're no. doing what's right for the military for the sake of our national security and making sure that we have a very mentally healthy and safe fighting force. So I do support Trump on this. And people can oh spin God. it and they can say bigot, they can say homophobe, yes. they can say whatever they want, whatever they feel. Yes, uh, but I clearly, will. I don't see that as being the case whatsoever. Well, you're right. uh, transgenders that currently serve, um, it's just one of those things that, hey... I, I, I feel bad for oh, you. I know many uh -huh. people out there want to serve. I mean, it's notable. It's noble. It's honorable. I get that. But the fact is, there has to be a standard, and it cannot be crossed. Why? I do support this. Um, oh those God. are my feelings. Those are my thoughts. Say what you want. I most uh, certainly I will. You, I know if we put it to a vote to people within the military, I think the results would be very overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly in favor of Trump's decision. What? And ultimately, that's what affects the most. So, there you go. That's just one guy. I mean, come on. What does he know? What the hell do you know, you penny-wasted little oh, twink? Uh, oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, you, you were criticizing me because I didn't what? serve in the military, but neither did you, Lefty. Well, here's a guy who did, and all of a sudden his opinion is invalid towards Well, it is. But like you said, he is one guy, so let's take a look. And another guy, uh, this guy wrote on Twitter uh, and explained the situation. His name is J.R. Salzman, and he's an Iraq war veteran who uh, lost his arm oh. in said war. Uh, he says, uh, I served in Iraq in 2006. For the first five months, I was on a 12-man fire base out in the middle of nowhere in the desert. Every day was Groundhog Day. Wake up and do the same patrols, the same shifts. Every single day, it was so damn hot, 150 degrees in the gun trucks. Tracer fire would go overhead occasionally at night. IEDs on the road were a daily threat. We got resupplied food every eight days. The stress of being out there and doing the same job every single day eats away at you. The younger guys had problems with that over time. Any tiny, tiny little personal issue that they had suddenly became a mountain. And that shit came out on that firebase, and they snapped mentally. Guys would literally snap over a Dear John letter. Their personal issues came out, and they were instantly combat ineffective. Now take someone confused about whether they are a man or a woman. Take those psychological and emotional issues and put them in that environment. Take someone who is right off the bat not uniform or part of the same team. Give them special treatment because of their identity. Take that person, put them in that stressful war environment, and watch what happens. It's a fucking time bomb. You have to be incredibly tough mentally, physically, and emotionally. War is not a fucking video game. It tests every ounce of your being. You can't teach someone to be a fearless warrior in a fucking PowerPoint. You either have it or you don't. 
You can hack it, or you can't. Yeah. War is no place for people who are mentally, emotionally, or physically confused or in right. turmoil. You have your shit together, or you don't. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you'll just get people needlessly killed. Ugh, Political God. correctness has absolutely no place in the military. Yeah. Uh, so, enough for now. Uh, this one armed veteran has a business to run. Unlike Iran, the country that took my arm, Obama didn't pay me millions. Oh, my God. Now, that's really a, a, a bit too much. Besides, I thought he fought in Iraq. What's this business about Iran? Well, if the Iranian agents provided the uh, insurgency with IEDs, and uh, we tracked them down, and so we know it was the Iranian government supplying them with weapons. So, yes, Iran uh, set up the bombs that probably tore off his arm. So, And then his own president gives them <coughs> millions of dollars, uh, which, of course, they yeah. will use in their ongoing jihad against the West. And that means us, Lefty. Oh, good Lord. Boy, what a way to try to segue you, your way out of this, this scandalous behavior on the part of Trump, who I might have never served a day in the Lord. military. Well, Lefty, I just gave you two opinions from the military, but, uh, guys who were actually there, one who was permanently maimed by it, well, and uh, it was pretty cut and dried. Plus, they are citing actual uh, medical science in the uh, field of mental disorders, that, and they are correct. Like I said, my own mental disorder, of course, I'm too old to serve now, but if I was well. of age, I wouldn't be able to serve because of uh, my battles with depression and uh, OCD. So uh, the military say, well, sorry, buddy, can't use you. And that would be that. So if you're going to argue discrimination, well, I guess you could, but it's understandable in the sense of having a fighting force no. that uh, serves the country and keeps it safe and at the same time uh, keeps their own individual troops safe because, again, uh, it's a teamwork uh, deal. Uh, and if one of you freaks out and can't handle it, that's uh, going to get the whole group killed. Oh, my God. And, uh, so it's not Always just the one guy risking freaks. his life. He's Always risking everyone else. So it's, no, uh, it's, 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 just stop fucking with the military. What? You've ruined Hollywood. You've oh ruined the schools. Oh. Uh, leave the military alone, you sick, sad bastard. Oh, my God. And by that, I mean the left. Oh. Yes, yes. All right. I think we've solved this one. No. <laughs> we'll take a break and uh. introduce a new exciting uh, audio serial. Uh, this time featuring what? Sun King. You know Something? him from uh, Night Night and uh, the ASS. <laughs> well, oh, now he'll God. be in his own series. So we'll get that started after these messages from, uh, uh, well, little bits and stuff and happy little advertisements yeah, of my stores that I really week. need you to go and shop at. Oh, yeah, God. why what not? A, what a whore. What a whore. Hmm? Yeah, that's great, Lefty. Smile there, Red. Uh, well, uh, I, I didn't know you were insane. I didn't say I was insane. I had depression, and, you know, I dealt with it, and uh, OCD, and, yeah, uh, you just keep your distance. Uh. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, uh, we'll be back after this. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com.
like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do, and you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. <laughs> no, man, I'm telling you, I saw it on YouTube. The Earth is flat. I mean, if you're going to believe it's some round planet floating around in space, <laughs> next thing you're going to be telling me that Star Wars was a true story. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, uh. Damn you. Why the hell is my computer keyboard all sticky? Oh, oh, uh. And why is my browser history got all them porn sites on it? Oh, well, uh. And how come my office chair's got a sweaty butt print on it? Yeah, I try to defend them sometimes, but some of these things, you just can't. Now, I don't care what he does with his phone, but you don't put your sweaty ass in my chair. Oh, well, uh, uh. Shut up. Just answer me this. Did you pleasure yourself using my computer? Uh, answer me, damn it. Did you pleasure yourself on my computer? Uh, yes, I did. God damn it. God, what do we do with you? That's next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC. Say, gang, can't get enough of Mr. Nelson? <laughs> yes, and who can? Well, to help out in between shows, why don't you head over to Zazzle.com slash V underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find all kinds of t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and pins, and even hats. Yes, that's right. All adorned with artwork by yours Truly, Mr. Nelson. And of course, most prominently, the Mr. Nelson t shirt, the Mr. Nelson pins, buttons, uh, bumper stickers, and the mugs. Uh, did I say mugs? Yeah. And a night night shirt, that too. Oh, yes, yes. And other lovely shirts that uh, feature artwork from uh, my Selfie store, my Selfie.com store slash Nelson, where you can watch my little four man Mystery Science Theater movies. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, other t shirts and stuff that I did just for fun. Uh, and even the uh, the Rob Saul Show uh, t-shirt is there. Yes, you can have all those goodies. You need to go to Zazzle.com slash the Mr. Nelson store. That's right. The Mr. Nelson store. Zazzle.com slash the underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just that easy. This is Mercedes Carrera, and you are listening to the Mr. Nielsen Show on RadioMisfits.com. Smellogs Poop, the super delicious laxative, presents 
The Adventures of Sun King. Faster than the speed of light. More powerful than an atomic bomb. Able to leap the moon in a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a comet! It's a UFO! No! It's Sun King! Yes, Sun King. And who? Disguised as mild-mannered tabloid reporter Mark Milktit, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. It all began years ago on a lonely country road in the middle of the night, where we find a stalled pickup truck, the occupants of which are longtime companions Josephine Southmouth and Mary Milktit. Joe, Joe, how much longer is this going to take? Damn it, Mary. I don't know. I can't even tell what's wrong with it. Oh, I just got this weird feeling like, like, like we're being watched. Oh, you're just being paranoid. Wait, what's that in the sky? Uh, It's just a star. A star that moves? What? Yes, Mary was right. The moving star wasn't a star at all, but an alien spacecraft that came upon the women in sudden suddenness and enveloped them and their truck in a glowing blue light. But then suddenly, the two women find that it's morning and they're awakening within their truck, which now seems to function properly. What what the hell happened? Oh, I don't know. Jeez. Did we dream that? Uh, I don't know, Mary. Damn, this is darn weird. Oh, boy, I feel sick. Yeah, well, holy crap! Mary, your belly! What? Now's not the time to make fun of my chubbiness. You know I'm working out. No, Mary, I mean you look pregnant. Uh, Joe, come on, cut it out. Uh, oh, Mary, what is it? I, I think my water just broke. Yes, Mary's water did indeed break, for she was suddenly very pregnant. She gave birth to a boy, and despite the mind-boggling events, the two women decided to raise the boy as their own back at their chicken farm. But they soon discovered that their alien encounter was no dream. For the boy began to exhibit certain abilities, including super strength, the ability to levitate, and, worst of all, on occasion, he would give off glowing bursts of a mysterious energy which he struggled to control well into his formative years. Say, Mama Joe, can I go to the movies tonight with my pals? Not until your chores are done. Yeah, them chickens aren't going to park themselves. Oh, damn chickens. Suddenly, a massive blast of golden-colored energy bursts forth from the young man's body. Uh, I, oh no. What the hell? Oh my god, you done fried all my chickens. Well, I, uh, gee, Mama Joe, uh, is it? That what everyone eventually does to chickens anyway? <laughs> Not all at once, you damn idiot! Hurt by the seeming rejection of his mama Joe, Mark 
ran away to join the circus. There he became quite a spectacular trapeze artist since he could, of course, defy gravity. But once again, he lost control of his super-powered energy burst. Oh, no! And ended up frying most of the elephants. Green spot. I've got to find a way to control this terrible power that dwells within me. And so, using his alien intelligence, Mark was able to build himself a sun belt that would contain and control the raging solar power that dwelled within him. Hmm, it matches my trapeze outfit. Hopefully, I can get my circus job back now and, uh... Fluffy! Wait, Fluffy, that? come down! Come on, Fluffy! My god! That little girl's cat. It's stuck in that tree. I've got to like fast. And so, using his superpowers, Mark milked it. Does indeed rescue the little girl's cat, Fluffy. There you go, honey. Safe and sound. Oh, wow. Thanks, mister. Gee, do you live in the sun? You look like you do. And I bet if you do, you're probably the king of the sun, huh? Well, I, uh, well, why do you say that? Well, that symbol on your shirt looks like the sun rising, but it also kind of looks like a crown. I'm good hmm. at recognizing shirts. Sun King stuff. sounds like a pretty good name I'm for an act, artist. but no. No, oh, I'm done with show business. Saving that little girl's cat has taught me something, that I must use my powers for the benefit of all mankind. And I'll do it under my new nickname, Sun King. Scratch no, I don't have time for that. Just run along, you little brat. Right. And so country boy Mark Milted finds himself in the hustle and bustle of city life that is Cityopolis, searching for work at the offices of PopSmear.com, the world's leading celebrity gossip online tabloid. All right, our editor Richard Suckle will see you now, but if you ask me, Mr. Milktit, you're wasting your time. Well, I think giving up would be a waste of time. Uh, a productive use of time is, is in trying. <laughs> Just go in there. Good Lord, what an uppity bitch. But my God, what a sweet ass. Nice rack, too. What's the name on her desk? Leela Lott. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my eye on you, Miss Lot. Yeah, yeah. Come in, come in. Uh, hi there, Mr. Suckle. Uh, I'm Mark Milktit, and I was uh, hoping for a position as a reporter. Oh, look, stop right there, buddy. Look, I got no positions. Uh, you can leave your resume, and uh, if something comes up, maybe we'll call you back. Okay. But, but Mr. Suckle, I, I, I really need this job. I, I'm willing to do just about anything to prove the value of, of my skills. Come on, what do you say? Um, would you lick my balls? What? D I, no, uh, I mean, I... Uh, <laughs> uh... No, 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 I'm joking. No, really, really. <laughs> just, just a joke. Just a joke. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, uh, gee, I, sorry I wasted your time. Um, um, uh, uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, listen, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, oh, uh, Milk Tit. Mark Milk Tit. Right, right. Listen, Milk Tit. Um, I like you. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's your piercing blue eyes, your silky golden hair, your bronze skin broad shoulders. But anyway, the point is, I'm going to give you a shot. Uh, there's the story. It's unlikely you can break it, but uh, a while back, a couple of weeks ago, to be exact, uh, uh, movie star Tiara Rex died. Of course, uh, it was foul play, and it seems her gardener, Taco Tortilla, was arrested and charged with her murder. However, he swears his innocence, and a lot of fingers of guilt are pointing towards her husband, Letch Rex. Now, Letch owns the franchise of gentlemen's clubs, known as Club Gentlemen. Kind of a sleazy guy involved in porn and that sort of thing. But he also uh, is the sole beneficiary of a life insurance policy on the death of Tiara in the amount of $2 million. So, yeah, looks pretty good. If you can uh, scrape up something there, Milk Tent, then, uh, yeah, you've got a place here at Pop Smear. Oh, uh, oh uh, all right, Mr. Suckle, I'll get right on that. Uh, <laughs> you won't regret this. Yeah, no, yeah, you won't, yeah, sir. Right, Thank you. Okay. A slim chance to be sure, but I've got to make the best of it. I need a job in the media in order to keep tabs on the world so that I can make use of my powers to benefit humankind. And since I lack the necessary credentials for a legitimate news organization, a tabloid is the best I can do. Now, let's see. Yes, this taco tortilla is being hailed at the county lockup. Ironically... In Hamletville, my hometown. Well, seems like life's becoming a bit of a circle. I've got to get there fast, but the only way to get there in top-notch speed is as Sun King. And so, in the skies of Cineopolis can be seen the golden streaking form of Sun King as he races towards the county lockup in Hamletville. On arrival, he notices an angry mob is attacking said county lockup. You folks need to get on out here and go home. Taco is entitled to a fair trial, and that's what justice will be. Get out of the way, Sheriff, before we make you get out of the way. Taco done murdered our favorite star, and he's gonna pay. Green snot. That angry mob is intent on lynching Taco Tortilla before I have a chance to interview him. I've got to act fast. I haven't tested my sunbelt yet. It's risky. But I don't have any choice. I've got to use my ultimate power. Oh no! Has Sun King gone too far? Has he fried something more serious than chickens? Find out in the next exciting episode of 
Sun King. The Adventures of Sun King is a male sin production. All characters and stories are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for another exciting episode of The Juice is Loose. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin, I'm coming for you, baby. Oh, yeah, I'm coming for you, baby. Oh, it's just a matter of days now. Oh, 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 Whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Oh, my God, were you, like, juicing yourself, Juice? No, 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 not what it looked like. No, 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 no. You see, I was just scratching. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah, well, you better watch yourself. It's time for you to get ready for your parole hearing. Old Juice dodged the bullet there. (laughs) (laughs) Join us again for another exciting episode of The Juice is Loose. Hey, man. You know what's in outer space? I, I, I don't know what. <laughs> yes. Stupid, 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 stupid. Oh, well, we, what's this? <laughs> well, it's another spaghetti sci fi rift by yours truly. Oh, man, don't leave me hanging. Fill me in on the details. Well, this time it's Mr. Nelson Riff's War of the Robots. Oh, boy. Yes, in War of the Robots, a scientist from Earth is kidnapped by a bunch of robots that all look like the late Rolling Stone Brian Jones. Huh, yes. The crew of the starship Trissy. What? <laughs> yes, they call it the starship Trissy. Uh, they pursue the robots to rescue the scientist and his beautiful assistant. They run around a lot and once in a while they shoot ray guns and then watch TV. Yes, this spaghetti sci-fi romp was made by the same guys who made Cosmos War of the Planets. Oh, wow! Yes, so once again, someone on the set forgot to turn on the lights during filming. Oh, (laughs) but wait, there's more. Also in this package deal, you get Chapter 4 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Yes, Flash saves the Earth by taking a powder on a mountain. Meanwhile, Ming the Merciless makes Dale watch as Dr. Zarkov is forced to wear a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. It also contains some music from Kevin MacLeod. Oh, wow! Where can I get this? Oh, you just have to head over to selfie.com slash Nelson, and this little gem can be yours simply for a buck seventy-five. Oh, wow! Cheap! Yes. Yes, it is. Sexual freedom? Oh, it's great. Except what happens the morning after when you have to talk to each other. Listen to Dustin Hoffman and Mia Farrow and John and Mary. Haven't had many the first time, huh? I wouldn't know about that. Do you uh, think you'd have appreciated me more if I'd um, 
cost you three dinners at Caravelle? Girls are different, that's all. Why did you say that? I was just trying to get to know you. Well, you haven't made a bad start. John and Mary, a love story that starts with sex and ends with a future. John and Mary, starring Dustin Hoffman of The Graduate and Midnight Cowboy, and Mia Farrow of Rosemary's Baby, and directed by Peter Yates of Bullet Fame. John and Mary, from 20th Century Fox, rated R, under 16, not admitted without parent. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for Coming Attractions, where Mr. Nelson sits and watches movie and television trailers while you sit there and listen. Yes, yes. Once again, it's time for me to watch some trailers and you listen as I watch them. (laughs) So first up is Thor Ragnarok. Uh, There was an earlier trailer, but this one's a little bit more uh, expansive, I suppose. Shows a little more details. And so uh, it was the one that was released at this year's Comic-Con in San Diego. the, The big one. And uh, so they're always bringing out their little toys and bells and whistles. And uh, uh, some footage and trailers don't get released till much later, but these are the ones that after it was released there, they went out. So uh, Thor Ragnarok was one of those. So let's take a look at what we have for the new trailer for the upcoming Thor Ragnarok uh, film. So much has happened since I last saw you. Yeah. I lost my hammer, like yesterday, so that's still pretty fresh. Sometimes I lose my keys. And then I went on a journey of self-discovery. Where I met you. I'm going for an 80s look. Where are we? You have no idea. Hello, the goddess of death has invaded Asgard. Oh, I've missed this. And you and I had a fight recently. Did I win? No, I won. (laughs) He totally won. That's true. (laughs) Asgard is dead. And it'll be reborn in my image. I thought you'd be glad to see me. Need to stop her here and now to prevent Ragnarok, the end of everything. So they're putting together a team. Like the old days. Surprise! And of course, this will be such fun. Oh, he's got a Hello. Hi. He's a fighter. I'm not a queen or a monster. I'm the goddess of death. What were you the god of again? 
Lightning. We're the same, you and I. Just a couple of hot-headed fools. Yeah, same. Hulk like fire, mm. Thor like water. Well, kind of both like fire. But Hulk like raging fire, Thor like smoldering fire. Oh, Surtur is in the movie. Well, how about that, huh? Uh, it's not bad. I'm still kind of, I'm going to go see it. But uh, some of the little cutesy uh, little jokes here and there, uh, I don't. Uh, I hope there's not too much of that because uh, that really kills the flow. So uh, looks good. A lot of it looks like uh, a little bit of Star Wars thrown in. But uh, okay, okay, I'm okay with that one. And of course, it's cool that the. Uh, the music is sort of these uh, variations on uh, immigrant song from Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah, well, all right, I guess I'm getting too nerdy for people, but uh, it is Thor and Valhalla and all that. You ought to, uh... yeah. All right, never mind. Uh, let's see what else do we have coming up in the world of movies. Oh, yeah, the latest uh, Justice League. Now, of course, these are the heroes from DC Comics, not to be confused with Marvel Comics, which is where Thor comes from. This is the home of Batman and Superman and all that. And, of course, they had their big win with Wonder Woman, which was their best film out of those groups of movies. And so here we go for Justice League. I don't like the rock music in uh, superhero movies. But what are you going to do? And J.K. Simmons is Alfred now. Excuse me. Okay. Man with a silencer. Looks like he's robbing a bank or something. Uh-huh. Whoa! Wonder Woman burst through the doors. That's cool. Dark control looks like Neo. And sliding around. What did you do this weekend, Diana? Me? Huh. Nothing very interesting. Giggle tee hee. The world remains in mourning after the death of the Superman. The Superman. Yeah, don't worry, he's not dead. The mass vigilante has been a no-show. He said the age of heroes would never come again. It has to. That's what you said in the last movie. Back to Paradise Island. We don't have any more time. Nope. Time for the movie to roll out. Something is coming. Yep. Oh, it's a boom tube. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, Steppenwolf landing. Yeah, Steppenwolf. Not to be confused with the band. <laughs> no protectors here. Aquaman. Doesn't look like him, I guess that's stepping with his voice. Your Kryptonian. The Flesh. This world will fall. No, it won't. Guess it is. One misses the days when one's biggest concerns were exploding wind-up penguins. Giggle tee hee. This is crazy. Yep. 
Mostly, I think we're all gonna die. Pretty much, yeah. Each of us, in some way, is held back. Don't engage alone. We'll do this together. Man, it's really deep. cool. You guys seem ready to do battle and stuff, but I've never done battle. I've just pushed some people and run away. Well, okay, I'll give him that one. <laughs> Alfred, I'll take it from here. Uh, d do I know you? It's Cyborg. Because he can do computers. Superman was a beacon to the world. He didn't just save people. He made them see the best parts of themselves. Down there. I don't recognize this world. We don't have to recognize him. Have to save it. Oh, it's like the justice, I mean, the hall of justice in the background. Yeah, you know. <laughs> How many of you are there? Not enough. Do you really think that. Teehee, they disappeared. Oh, wow, they just. They really just vanish. Huh? Oh. That's rude. Justice League. What? what? The dinosaurs coming? No, it's Superman. You said you'd come. Now let's hope you're not too late. All in November. Well, what do you think of that? Well, uh, so yeah, this is the second one with Justice League. Uh, hopefully, uh, they've learned some things from Wonder Woman. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Zack Snyder had to leave the project due to the suicide of his daughter. It's all very sad and everything. And uh, Joss Whedon came in. Uh, he did the two Avengers movies, which I got to say... Uh, I'm just not that impressed with those. The first one was better than the second one. The second one, it, it, it stinks. So, uh, but every now and then he, he hits one. And so, you know, maybe he can polish it up and uh, we can have a, a good film for the DC Comics version of their superheroes. And uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, there's a lot of things in there. Steppenwolf is one of the new gods from the Jack Kirby series they created. The ultimate villain is a guy named Darkseid. So obviously, eventually, they'll get to him. But for now, uh, they'll have this Steppenwolf guy. It looks like, from the earlier trailers, uh, Batman tries to recruit Aquaman, and Aquaman doesn't want anything to do with it. And then he goes home to his Atlantis place, and uh-oh, there, here comes uh, Steppenwolf, kicks his ass, ruins everything. And so now, well, I'm going to need the Justice League's help. And that's probably what that's about. Plus, same thing with uh, Princess Diana and the Amazons and all that. So there you go. And uh, we'll see what happens there. Of course, <laughs> uh a comic addict that I am, I'm forced to see this. <laughs> but uh, the previous films, 
you know, I, I enjoyed them as a DC Comics fan, but I couldn't recommend them to people who aren't into that sort of thing. So they don't think those films worked. Wonder Woman did. Wonder Woman is very good, and I'd recommend that to anybody uh, who just likes adventure movies. So hopefully it'll be a repeat of that. Uh, but beyond that, I don't know. So we'll see. So now on to television. Uh, there's uh, programs coming your way soon. And uh, so we'll look at two television shows, of course, uh, Doctor Who and The Walking Dead. Uh, Doctor Who, uh, <clears throat> I uh, purposely watched the la- this recent season or series, as the uh, Brits call it, and uh, because I was about ready to just give up on the whole series. It's, it, the, the writing's been terrible. The, uh, the plots are repetitive which is always a problem, and I, that's a problem for Walking Dead too, and uh, and just way too much leftist uh, political speech crap uh, preaching, and uh, to the point to where you, in literally one of the episodes, you almost have the doctor stopping and looking into the camera and giving you a lecture about the evils of capitalism. I mean, it was that bad. And in the last episode they had, there was even a Trump joke. I mean, <laughs> he's in the middle of outer space and all that, and in some distant time or in the future, whatever, you don't even know. And But no, everybody, all these aliens are going to get a Trump joke. It, uh, it's just, you never want to take your audience out of your show, but Doctor Who would do it repeatedly. And now he's going to turn into a woman. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why they're doing that. Yeah, yeah. You guessed it, feminism. Uh, the only way to save the show would be to avoid the preaching of it. But I'm extremely dubious they'll do that. Uh, in the meantime, before that happens, there's one more episode, the Christmas special. They do this every year where there's a Christmas special. And for this new series, as opposed to the the, the original one from uh, the classic series, uh, the regeneration from, from one actor to the next one always takes place in this uh, Christmas special. So Peter Capaldi will be doing his final story, and at the end of this story... Uh, He'll uh, regenerate into Jodie Whittaker, the actress who will replace him. So let's take a look at the uh, first trailer they've given for this Christmas special. Love, pride, hate, fear. Have you no emotions, sir? That's a cool morph job on that. I'm the doctor. I am the doctor. Say he's going to meet his original self. William Hartnell played, but now David Bradley. Something Bradford. has gone very wrong with time. We're trapped inside a single moment. So sorry. I don't suppose either of you is a doctor. You're trying to be funny. Maybe. Those police boxes, they're ever so good, aren't they? We do have one. Little advantage. What advantage? There's two of us. Is he here? Is the doctor here? <gasps> Pearl Mackie. Well, we don't need to see the ad for the YouTube channel. Okay, so uh, it looks interesting. Of course, it's always you know cool when they do this sort of thing. Uh, basically, uh, Peter Capaldi, who is the twelfth Doctor 
<laughs> there's a problem with that too. But nevertheless, he is and the uh, original doctor that they started with way back in 1963. Uh, well, they meet because uh, it's a time travel show, so that's possible. And they're going to have this adventure, which apparently takes in a moment of time that's frozen or what have you. Because uh, Capaldi's in the, already in the middle of his regeneration. And from the scenes that the last episode show, which kind of sets this one up, it appears that this is at the moment that the first Doctor was also going to regenerate. And he's kind of fighting it. So they're both going through the same thing. And um, the guy in the military fatigues, Mark, played by Mark Gaddis, and he's one of the frequent writers on Doctor Who, uh, a lot of people are saying he looks like he's the brigadier. I don't think so because the battle scenes looks like it's from World War One. Uh, so my guess is he might be an ancestor to uh, uh, the brigadier because uh, I don't think uh, he was uh, old enough to have been in World War One, <laughs> unless this is World War Two and maybe he was in that. But eh, eh I think that's pushing it. So. Uh, there might be something like that. But for the most part, anyway, uh, in some of the uh, different uh, Doctor Who reviewers were kind of wondering, gee, I wonder why they're doing this now where he meets uh, his old self, now played by David Bradley, because William Hartnell is long dead. Uh, David Bradley played William Hartnell in the Doctor Who biopic, which was pretty good. I got That was a good little movie they did. Uh, An Adventure in Time and Space, they called it. Uh, you should look that up. It's pretty good. Uh, and so uh, people liked his performance and everything. So, of course, it was kind of a logical uh, step here if you were going to have someone play the part again uh, to have him come in and do it. And so that that's a good idea. Uh, but I think the reason they're doing it is because they're saying goodbye to the old line of Doctor Who, which means white men. <laughs> so after this, there's no more white men going to play the role so long as the people who produce doctor who are completely subordinate to the pc cult of the times so there you go uh doesn't mean it'll always be women but i mean the men will have to be you know probably men of color or what have you and that sort of thing so but uh you know white men you can't have that that's horrible so that's the what that's about i suspect <laughs> um which is interestingly enough because even with the casting of jodie whittaker uh, the first woman to play the doctor um there's a problem uh, the left are still upset because she's pretty and she's white and blonde <laughs> And that just doesn't meet all the uh, social justice standards. And so uh, you'll have to go back to the drawing board to get their approval. You see, you just can't please the politically correct cult. You really can't. And so why even bother? But there you go. That's Doctor Who, the Christmas special. Uh, they're calling it Twice Upon a Time. And I got to say, it looks good. Looks good. So we'll, we'll see. Okay, and uh, finally, we have uh, another television show coming up from another classic, uh, very popular, very cult-like following uh, sci-fi series. Of course, I'm talking about Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek being uh, the American equivalent of Doctor Who, or Doctor Who is very important to the British. Uh, Star Trek, of course, is very important to Americans. Well, some of them anyway. <laughs> then there's the, the war between Star Trek and Star Wars. I never got that one, but it does exist. It's strange. Anyway, the next TV series coming is Star Trek Discovery, 
Boy, do I have problems with what I've seen so far, but here's the latest full trailer that we get for the first episode, which will be on the broadcast network of CBS, but then the rest of the series, you'll have to sign up to CBS All Access to watch it. If you're overseas, you'll be able to see it on Netflix and uh, other subscription services. I forget. I think there's uh, one in Canada that's different. I can't remember. But anyway... Uh, but for us in the U.S. of A., it's all access or no access, which means you just wait a while and it'll be bootleg somewhere else, <laughs> and then you can watch it. But, uh, boy, I can already tell you, I don't see anything here worth signing up for the service. But anyway, here's the uh, trailer. All life is born from chaos. It is. The world doesn't always adhere to logic. I guess sex is chaotic. Sometimes down is up. And sometimes when you're lost... You're found. You're found. Yeah, I can't say it's predictable dialogue. It's not really accurate. This Klingon empire has been in disarray for generations. <laughs> These Klingons look terrible. <laughs> We've encountered them. We have been waiting for someone worthy of our attention. Captain, Rock songs don't fit. Process of all existence, Commander Burnham. Go! Else did you must challenge jump. your preconceptions, or they most certainly will challenge you. What the hell is going on on this ship? I'm so popular. Run! And now a horror movie. We are creating a new way to fly. Nah, it's the same way. Hurry. I'm getting very close to. You're mad. I'm mud. You're oh, God, no, face. he's not mud. Oh, jeez. Being a great cost to yourself. Oh, no. You helped start a war. Don't you want to help me end it? Yeah, because it's your fault, see? But I don't know what to do. Yeah, neither do the writers of the show. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, this just doesn't sell me on this at all. <laughs> just... That's too bad, you know, because uh, I, you know, I think Star Trek belongs on television more than the movies. I like the first one of the new movies, but the other two, well, the second one was really dreadful. It was just terrible. Uh, the last one is all right, but nothing spectacular. But uh, this, this is just awful. <laughs> it's, 
because uh, they say it takes place 10 years before Captain Kirk's time. It looks nothing like that time. And if you watch the old show, they actually refer to 13 years prior to Captain Kirk's time, and they'll show you what it looked like back then. And this doesn't match that at all. No attempt is made to do it. And the Klingons, good Lord. I mean, it's Klingons with the outfits designed by Liberace. I mean, I don't know what the hell that is. And the ships don't look right either. Uh, boy, I, I don't know what they're doing. It's like they wanted to do some space show. They just wanted the, the brand appeal of Star Trek, the name, and that's about it. So, which means they don't believe in their own ideas. <laughs> so, uh, does, and uh, Harry Mudd's going to be in it. Now, the Harry Mudd guy, this is supposed to be earlier from Star Trek's time. This guy looks older than the actor who played Harry Mudd in the series. I mean, the guy in the series, Harry, in the original series, he was bald, but he still looked younger than this guy playing him. So it, that even that doesn't make sense. So uh, I just wish they hadn't bothered. So now I just out of the bizarre curiosity when it's on the broadcast network, I'll watch the first show, but he can already see what's what the plot is for that episode. She's in this other ship. They get attacked by the Klingons. Everybody dies except her. She survives. Uh, and uh, the, this new captain wants to take her on the ship, which will be called Discovery, hence the title of the show. And then that will be the series. You won't see any of that in this first show. And I'm sure they did that deliberately because, hey, you want to see where this goes? Better sign up. It's just not enough to get you to go into it. So, uh, And I think they one of the producers even admitted that the second episode is actually the real pilot of the series. <laughs> This one's just sort of like a prologue. So just about everybody you're seeing in there, except for the, the main star, her, and the other guy. What's his name? Jason Isaacs, I believe. I think that's his name. Uh, he He's going to be the captain of the ship that she's going to end up serving on. But the whole series result revolves around her. Uh, she's the main character. And they never really, I mean, I guess you could say the original series was about Captain Kirk, but it really wasn't. And this one, they're making a big effort to where it's mostly centered around her, which is different. And I'm not so sure how that works. But, again, there's nothing here that sells me on it. So, eh. Eh. <laughs> so, uh, bootleg it if you can. <laughs> I really can't uh, justify signing up to yet another subscription service to watch a show that just doesn't look all that great to me. Can't do it. So there you go. Uh, trailers I've watched while you sat there and listened to me babble on about it. And that was Coming Attractions, where Mr. Nelson sat and watched movie trailers while you sat and listened. Okay, and with that, I think that brings uh, this episode of The Nelson Show to a close. One, another one in the can, as it were. Uh, and uh, one final thought on the uh, transgender ban in the military. Well, just look on the bright side. It's great news for Klinger. Good night, everybody. Views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.
Hi there, Red. Uh, well, uh, I, I didn't know you were insane. I didn't say I was insane. I had depression, and, you know, I dealt with it, and uh, OCD, and... Yeah, uh, you just keep your distance. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, well, uh, we'll be back after this. <laughs> 